Good day and welcome to Tenacious Talks with Nicole. I have a special guest with me today, Kim Laughlin of Cultural Apex Coaching. How are you today, Kim? I'm amazing now that I'm here with you. Oh, we're like two peas in a pod. I know, I know. Everybody wants to go throw up now. <laughs> so so I, I, I wanted to have you on the show and I'm so glad that you were like willing to do it because... I think it's so important for us to be able to promote each other and to push each other and promote uh, to get each other going with their businesses and and getting our words out there and our mission out there um, be because a lot of people don't know what we do or they might have an idea on what we do, but to go through it and explain it is a totally different story. So today I want us to go through what it is that cultural apex coaching does and how you got started. So without further ado, Kim, tell us what you do. So many years ago, many years ago, um, I took a position as head of HR. And what I thought was going to be a very tactical role was not so much. Mm -hmm. It was um, at first, and oh my God, what have I done? Because I realized when I got hired, the culture was rather turbulent and toxic. No one's fault. No one knew it was just the way it was. Mm -hmm. um, and so I took it on as a great project and took the bulls by the horns. And over time, made sure that it was a culture that people wanted to go to work people wanted to, I, I, it was a message that I wanted people to love Mondays. And mm -hmm. so after doing that a few years, I wanted to take it out on the road. And which is why I've been doing leadership training and development, mostly under the communication umbrella for the last 10 years. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. So why don't you explain how someone would, how or why or when someone mm -hmm. would get in touch with you because they're having a situation and who, and who would that be? Okay. So my, my target market for 2024 is going to be the property and casualty insurance companies. Okay. And the reason for that is I have a few clients right now. <clears throat> and so the way that started is I asked a question. I said, in mostly in the speaking engagement world, I said, there, and this is, the, this is for most people, you can love what you do, but if you don't like whom or who you work with, mm -hmm. you'll be looking for a job all day long, if not directly, but peripherally. But if you love whom you and who you work with, you will do any job. It won't, it, it does matter, but it won't matter as much because the people part is what's so incredibly important. Mm -hmm. And when I say that, and I'll, and I usually ask the question, if you could wave a magic wand, what would you change about your organization? 99% of the time, it's the people stuff that makes people crazy. The owners just don't know what to do. The, the team's not getting along, or they say they have an open door policy, but no one uses it. Mm -hmm. There is, there's a lot, there are a lot of tools and techniques from a leadership perspective that goes beyond, it, it seems like common sense, but it's beyond what we tolerate on a daily basis. We just want people to come to work and do their job, but it's so much more to it than that. So when I say, when you, if you wave a magic wand, what would you change about your organization today? Right. And it always comes down to the people. And that's how I get the conversation going. But a referral might be someone saying, I, I don't know what to do. I'm losing good talent. I, they, I, I just know that they give me their resignation. They don't give me a two week, you know, notice they're right. out. Mm -hmm. um, people aren't getting along. I don't know how to get the team to be productive. Things like that. I start to read between the lines and say, let's have a conversation. Let's learn a little bit more about that. 
So are the people that are reaching out to you typically human resource people or are C-suite people or? So there's two sides of that coin. Oftentimes, if it's a larger organization, the folks in the more higher up leadership level, HR, mostly, um, because I align with them so much and I understand, they want a resource that's unbiased and that is not um, something that they can provide. Right. Um, and they can provide it, but oftentimes they don't have the time to do that. They don't have a leadership person in the organization. Mm -hmm. So the HR person is usually the one that knows, and you know why that is, because all the problems come to them. Sure. And so that's a good way of starting. The smaller organizations, it's the owners, VPs, those levels where sure. they're an audience member or they're in a group um, and we're having a conversation. Um, the folks that are in a higher level where they're like, yeah, we're kind of we're kind of dealing with that, but the resources are, what can we do? And so I sit down and I talk about all the different ways that I can help them out. And so it does start with a conversation. It's not really all that cookie cutter, but it, it, it is, it's a, it's a conversation that we just start to kind of unpack all the different things that are going on. Good. That's good. And, you know, I would find it interesting, or, or I want to ask you the question, have you ever had anyone come to you that was just like maybe a supervisor in a department reaching out to you saying, I'm having some trouble and I don't even think I can trust my human resource person because I've seen that happen. Yeah. Um, and it, yes. So uh, that's kind of like you're stealing my thunder a little bit, which I love because it's opening that other can of worms. It's um, a lot of my work is confidential for that reason. Right. Um, there's a trust level that's kind of... It, it, it's not congruent with what the company would, would prefer. And people don't know why, why can't I be trusted? I've, I've done all these things. I made myself available. Um, there were just some areas in nurturing relationships in the organization that have been um, put by the wayside. It was more tactically focused and not people focused. Mm -hmm. So when someone says they don't trust, I, I just try to peel that onion back to find out why. Right. And um, sometimes the harder conversation is giving the, um, the company that summary at the end, just to say, listen, I'm not going to tell you who said this. And, <laughs> you know, sure, these are the conversations sure. I had, this is a summary. So let's, let's figure that out. And, and by the way, most people are just like, Thank you for letting me know. I want to make sure we do this right. Let's that's get started. Good. Yeah, that's good. I know it's sometimes yeah. if you're in a um, an environment that appears to be welcoming, but then you you learn that you can't trust that person that you went to because then before you know it, everyone knows what's going on or whatever happened or the conversation that took place, and that totally makes a, a, for a toxic culture in a in a company, and that toxicity can totally damage a company that's right. um, so that's really awesome and um so let me think now i know that you mentioned that you were working on a mastermind can you tell us a little bit about that yes thank you so much i think um my my passion is the mastermind so i i want to kind of peel back the um the cliche from that so I love my one-on-one -on -one sessions. I love doing group sessions at organizations. I'll travel to them. I'll do it virtually, one-on-one -on -one group, whatever. Um, but how do I get to the masses and have one person per organization so that there is a, um, a confidentiality, you know, cloak over it. So they feel comfortable. They can kind of share because if you and I were in the same company and I was, you know, having an issue with you, I'm not going to say as much in a group fashion, right? Mm -hmm. um, that form is there so that people can bring real life issues, have a learning event that is very relative to everybody that doesn't have to be successional. 
because as we know, people are very complex. So there's a lot of issues, conflict, conflict management, performance evaluations, what those really mean. Um, it's, it's personality, communication styles, all that stuff that makes the people stuff make you not want to go to work. And right. so what I'm doing is I'm forming a small group cohorts so that they have that unbelievable learning event, the ability to come with the issue, navigate and create a blueprint issue and have incredible support in between sessions. So to make it valuable, I have it as two sessions a month for each cohort and the support in between those sessions so that they walk away with something tangible and effective. And once you make one change with one person, you're able to kind of sort of duplicate those tools and techniques with the other folks in the organization. And little mm -hmm. by little, the culture starts to get improved and people are happier to go to work. That's awesome. And I think that I wish I could have to say when I was working in, in corporate America, if you will, and being in a management position, it would have been so nice, not necessarily being HR, but dealing with a lot of personality conflict and or um, toxicity. It would have been really nice to have a place to go for support to navigate through these types of things because it's so difficult to find a really good employee. And when you find a really good employee, if you don't have those systems in place, um, you know, the culture is upbeat and everybody knows what their role is and they feel like they're part of something, they're going to leave. And that's where that comes in, right? With no two weeks notice, they just no call, no show. Yeah. And it costs companies lots of money. So it makes perfect sense for them to bring you in and salvage what they have and fix what they have and learn how to deal with it going forward. Absolutely. It's lonely at the top with leadership. I, I said this when I was in HR, I didn't, I couldn't go out with the folks, you know, it was just, you have to have that boundary and that relationship. Right. But with, with leadership, it's, you know, give me a call. If you're really like, I'm really struggling with this. I can't go to my, my peers. Cause I really want to just, I need to just say it, vent it. Let me know what you think. How can I get those other eyes on this and, and get me back on track? I do a right. lot of that support with the, with the, with the leaders that I support. And it's, um, like I said, it's support. It's, it's like I'm walking in tandem with them. And that's what this mastermind is for. It's not just me speaking sure. and having also guests come in and kind of talking about the other important stuff. Um, but it's having them amongst each other, you know, knowing that in that, that management level style that they're all in, what they've dealt with or what they can learn from somebody else. Right, right. It's true. And, and a lot of people that are in these positions, the most part right now are... People that have been in the positions for quite some time yeah and and it's not just you know human resource it's any management role any position if you're not learning and continually educating yourself on the new things that are going on and the new laws and all that and tactical ways of learning how to deal with different personality conflicts right. um you kind of you kind of going to lose out and and it really can ruin a company for sure right. and yeah. This is this is a really important subject, I think, and I think that for any business that is dealing with high turnover or the no call, no shows, they should right. be contacting you big That's time. Right. Non-strategic use of PTO, the it's you know toxic talent, even people that have been there a long time, they know what they're doing, a little too entitled. You know the ripple effect of all this is so costly. It's not a line item that you will see but you will feel it in the, in, in the end with the revenue. It's, 
it, it's unnecessary behavior to have to deal with, but there is a way to deal with this. It, it, it's so, it's so preventable. Mm-hmm. And, it, and you can put out the fires with a little help because sometimes you can't see the forest through the trees. And, you know, right. I'm kind of there for that reason. Since we have time, I want to ask, mm-hmm. uh, I know we did a uh, online um, webinar uh, over the summer. Yeah. And we came up with this awesome graphic of the different personalities and what their names were and kind of like a little example as to what each one was. Yes. Do you think you might be able to like pick out a handful of who those people are in general? I mean, we're not naming anyone specifically, no, but I, no. think, I think it's important for our audience to be able to resonate with that personality mm-hmm. watching or listening to this podcast so that they can say, you know what? I think I need to be giving Kimberly a call. <laughs> so some of the stuff is kind of silly, but it, it and, and again, we, we like to make light of it to a degree because it, it is complex stuff. So I kind of want to put that out there first. So first is like Chatterbox Charlie, like Charlie, if you ask Charlie how they are, um, they'll tell you in detail for a while um <laughs> or there's no at all nelly you know you can't tell her anything she's you know she knows it all she's been there forever you know antiquated andy i think we had on there like th- it's always been done this way don't break what is, you know don't fix what isn't broken type of thing right. um right. you know debbie downer you know oh. it's um the sun could be out and it's like they'll always find something wrong with something right, um, right. but i think one of the things is and the important point to make is by by saying all these things it sounds pretty trivial but people have lives outside of work things right. happen they can't just shut the door and and turn into somebody else so chatterbox charlie might be right rather lonely at home so maybe have a little tolerance but or right. don't ask how he is just say good morning you know that you know just some of those things right. so that you know you it it's but it, it's where the people get in the people part is what makes it so entangled in like, what do I do? I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to be passive aggressive. Mm -hmm. And it tends to be the foundation of a toxic culture. It's like managing personalities, even within your own coworkers. I mean, um, you know, we've all been there and, and some of us still are, um, you know, you want to be able to walk into work and love Mondays, right? You want to, and what is it going to take for that to happen? What is it that we need to, you know, have Kimberly work with you on for you to feel like I am going to get up a half hour before my alarm. I'm going to get my coffee and get ready, put on my makeup or gel my hair today. And I'm going to walk in with strolling my stuff in because I'm in a good mood because I love going to work. And that's what people want, right? And I think that especially for people who deal with people uh, uh, in a a business, um, people can hear that on the other line of the phone or they can feel it in the tonality of an email, you know? And I think that's so important, right? It's not just the people, it's it's what are they producing and and is it a positive or a negative vibe? Because people can sense it if you're smiling on the other line, you know? You know, Nicole, I said this, and I think I'll probably bore you to death by saying this, but why work 40 years to get to retirement to have maybe 15 years of good years? Right. And, but, you know, you can love what you do and you can, you can enjoy who you work with. You know, you can't always pick your coworkers, but you do pick your work. And I get that. Um, But it doesn't, it doesn't have to be a miserable four decades of working. Right. 
True. So hope that you have 15 good years of retirement. That's my mission. Like you gotta love Mondays and why don't you? Let's be honest about that. Let's fix it or at least start to. Sure, sure. And you know, yeah. I've worked with people that just say, I come to work, I do my job, I'm at my own business and I leave. It's like, well, if that makes you happy, great. But yeah. I wouldn't be able to function that way. I talked to everybody. I mean, I was the one that had the candy jar on my desk. No matter where I ever worked, I always had the, the jar of Jolly Ranchers. And yes, they were interruptions. And yes, it was a little social. But what the heck? You're with, you're with these people nice. eight plus hours a day, 40 plus hours a week. It's like you have to have some type of a relationship to be at least cordial. Yeah, you, you know? got to create trust and relationship. You've got to being proactive is a heck of a lot better than being reactive right right you yeah. don't want that awkwardness in the lunchroom with everybody sitting by themselves you know right, or right. they're not approachable or or whatever yeah. the case may be yeah. um so how many years have you been in business for yourself kim i've been in business for 10 years and back in march was my 10th year anniversary yeah congratulations yeah. that's awesome yeah. Yeah. that's awesome and what's what are some of your plans for the near future so I made a promise to myself that I was going to offset some of my duties, um, which I reached out to you, Nicole, to have you take care of some of my back office operations, because I think that um, it's so important to refocus my time on my business than mm -hmm. in my business. And I was being yeah. held back by some of the duties that, number one, someone else can do a heck of a lot better. And two, I don't want to do them. So, right, yeah. right. So I no, love that. Um, my my success champion, Nick, I think we may have mentioned that earlier, um, being in the network group with you, you and I are uh, two of the leaders. You're the president. I'm the vice president of Success Champions Network, the Tenacious Titans. Yes. Um, and it's, that community is huge. If mm -hmm. you don't know about Success Champions, I would highly recommend that you talk to yourself, uh, have them call One you. One of us. Me. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Um, we're so, let me help you with your business. Let me, let me introduce you. Let me refer you, whatever the case may be. Um, it's, we're, it, it's such a, it's such a great group. It's such a great group. It and is it's my business. Yes. It is. And you know, it's not just the actual uh, weekly virtual meetings that we have that are so no. valuable. It's the trainings that happen during the course of the week. And then the option um, to be in the champions table too, Absolutely. where, I, I actually had someone call me yesterday. Um, Donnie had said, you know, you want to know about the champions table, just call Nicole. So, um, so she reached out to me and, and she's like, I need to know about the champions table. I'm like, all right, I'm going to need a little bit of time. I'm going to call you back. Cause this wasn't going to be a simple text and it wasn't going to be a long text. I said, we're going to have a conversation. Yes. And I just, I just came out and I told her, I'm like, the things that I've learned, the proverbial kick in the shins that I've gotten it of, of, you don't want to do it that way because this is what's going to happen. You should probably do it this way. Or right. have you, tr have you tried this or this is what I need you to do because there's right. accountability. Right. And, and we're all learning something and we're basically in a group of people where everyone's working on their business and everyone's at different levels and everybody gets to help everybody. And when I tell you that my business tripled last year from being in champions table, I'm not kidding. And I, I left for a couple months and I, I think I bawled my eyes out at the summit because I wasn't in champions table. Cause I, I, I said, Oh, well, that, you know, I, I am all done. I'm a big girl now. And and then I'm like, I gotta go back. Yeah. So, yeah. So it, I'm it back. is great. It is great. Um, yeah. I'm excited. Year. Yeah. 
Yeah. I got to learn. And I know you were in for over a year. That's really awesome. Yes, absolutely. You know, I think we learned a lot. And, and I think it's worth asking great, about. Yeah. It's, it's a great, it's a great organization for sure. And it's national. I think even international. I think we have some Canada chapters too. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Really pretty cool. Yeah. So, so Kim, tell me or tell the audience actually what the best way is for people to get in touch with you. And I will also make sure that all of your contact information is in the chat section and the verbiage section of the podcast. So Perfect. when we put it up on Spotify and Apple tunes podcast, um, and we also use captivate thanks to uh, a recommendation from someone at success champions, Donnie Bovine. We don't have to mention his name, but we just did. Um, so yes, um, tell us tell us how people can get in touch with you. Okay, since the information is going to be, in, I'm going to also provide you with a link to be able to click on just learn more about the mastermind. It'll be Perfect. it'll be a time on the calendar that you can schedule for both myself and you, and and we can we can talk a little bit about it. Um, you know, email me at kim at culturalapexcoach.com. I mean, let's just keep it simple, and right. you'll have some other information there as well. Um, but I provide a, a link to my webpage um, site, um, and it and it. Gives you all the information about the mastermind if you still have questions and if you think you're a fit let's chat it's just that's awesome that's it's awesome and and if, if you don't mind me asking um for the mastermind is there going to be like a orientation type of thing to see if it's something that people like want to do or are they just they just in and, and that's that's it how long are they signing up for type of thing so I have, I'm having an online event on February 5th. I don't even think I told you about this. It okay. Workplace drama costs money. And I'm going to be talking about some of the things that it costs Perfect. The company that you don't see those line items. But at the end of the day, after the conversation, you're going to know, or I'm going to know if you're a fit for the mastermind, because Perfect. we want to make sure that, you know, you're going to get the most out of it, which it, it it's amazing. Um, so it, there's no orientation, but the conversation, you'll know if you're ready. Absolutely. That's awesome. And if, if there's anybody listening to this podcast after February 5th, I'm sure that there's going to be other things that are going to be taking place, okay. LinkedIn live events and different types of uh, meetings and webinars and virtual coffees that can be done with Kim at any time. Just definitely reach out. So that's awesome. Well, I'm so, so happy that we got to chat today and, and do this. This is awesome. And I, I hope your phone rings off the hook and you get an inbox full of hundreds of inquiries. <laughs> yeah. I want to help as many people as I can to love Mondays. So I wish awesome. I knew you. I wish I knew you 10 years ago. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm going to put you to work for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kim Laughlin, Cultural Apex Coaching. This is Nicole Bernardo from Tenacious Titans Talks excuse me, Tenacious Talks with Nicole. Tenacious Titans is actually the chapter that uh, yes. I'm the president of and, she, and Kim is the vice president of. We meet virtually 8 a.m. Uh, every Friday, Eastern time. Mm -hmm. So if you're interested in, in joining us, hell, I'll even put that in the link too so you can come Great and idea. check us out. Great idea. All right, everybody. Thank you.